take a journey with me into the unseen realm of the paranormal. See it through the eyes of a demonologist. You're listening to the Cajun Demonologist Podcast. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for tuning into the Cajun Demonologist Podcast. I am your host, as always, Jeremy Leonard, the Cajun Demonologist. So today on the Cajun Demonologist Podcast, we are going to answer a question that was sent in from one of our listeners. Stephanie wrote in and asked about the so-called Zozo Demon that communicates with people through the Ouija board. Is this a true demon or is it something else? When it comes to the Zozo demon, the demon has allegedly harassed hundreds of people through the Ouija board. But is this truly a demonic entity or demonic force from the spirit world or is this something from our own minds? So where did this story about the Zozo demon actually originate from? Well, when Darren Evans wrote about his terrifying experience with the Ouija board demon named Zozo back in 2009. Since then, hundreds of people claimed the same thing happened to them. The Zozo demon, Evan claims, had come to him in multiple times in various states. The demon sometimes pretended to be different spirits, lied or tried to convince Evans that it was someone else. Eventually, though, the Zozo demon couldn't help but make his true malevolent identity known. So Darren Evans first told his story about the Zozo demon on an online forum for True Ghost Stories. He explained how the first time he had an encounter with a demon on the Ouija board, and the Ouija board flew between Z and the letter O frantically, spelling Z-O-Z-O-Z-O. Zozo said that it has come to take Evan's family to paradise. Then Evans asked where was paradise, and the Ouija board replied by spelling out the word H-E-L-L. He reported also that Zozo spewed some obscene words in what seemed to be like Hebrew or Latin. Now, how all of a sudden he automatically made this assumption that this language that the so-called demon was saying through the Ouija board was Latin or Hebrew, I find that quite interesting. Evans also reported how then after that he rushed into the bathroom where his girlfriend had been given their one-year-old daughter a bath. Now Evans says that his girlfriend was gone and the tub was overflowing and his daughter was drowning. Though he managed to rescue his daughter this time, Evans claimed that the demon was responsible for sending his daughter to the hospital later with an unexplainable infection. Now this sounds like something straight out of a horror movie, and it may as well be. There's every reason to believe that Evans made all of this up, but his story caught on for some reason. But here's the thing, he's not the only person who claims to have been attacked by the Zozo demon. Hundreds have described their own horrifying experience. 
Now, this story had become so popular that a horror film on Zozo the Demon called I Am Zozo was released in 2012. Evans also made an appearance on a popular television show called Ghost Adventures in an effort to contact Zozo. Now, I want to stop right there for a second. Now, this is from Evans' point of view. If I were Evans... And I truly experienced everything that he claimed he he had experienced from his daughter drowning and from his daughter going to the hospital from an unknown affection later on that night. There is no way in my conscious, righteous mind would I think to try to contact this entity again, whether I get to be on television or not. So to me, that seems a little bit odd. However, this is part of his story. So we're going to finish telling his story, and then I will give you my point of view on all of this. All of the stories regarding the Zozo Demon are more or less the same. Someone will sit down to play with a Ouija board or anything even remotely resembling one. Sometimes people will meet the Zozo Demon on a Ouija board app or just after scribbling a makeshift Ouija board out of a piece of paper. At first, they think they're talking to a spirit of someone dead, sometimes maybe a relative. They'll ask questions and be startled at just how much the spirit seems to know about their loved one's life. And then suddenly the arrow will start to fly between the letters Z and the letter O. Then when the threats begin, the Ouija board will spell out obscenities and blasphemies and promise to drag one of their firstborn sons down to hell. So according to another person on the forum uh, that Evans had originally posted on, she stated this, My nephew started running around the house screaming Zozo and frantically made him stop. One woman then wrote on another forum, The next morning my nephew wakes up and asked if we could go to get breakfast. So I put him in the car and then pulled out of the driveway. Not two minutes later, a car runs a stop sign and slams into us. Now, is this because of the so-called Zozo Demon, or is this just coincidence, or maybe just bad luck? Many of these stories showed up on the internet after Evan's creepy encounter went viral. Then some of these accounts were already out there. Evan claimed that before sharing his story with the internet, he googled the word Zozo himself and found more than a dozen blog posts describing the exact same encounter. But there's also been other forums that had mentioned the word Zozo that goes back as far as 2005. Now, in this forum from 2005, some people believe that Zozo may be another name for Pazuzu. So, Pazuzu, if those of you who don't know, that name first appeared in what? 
the 1970s movie The Exorcist. In the very beginning of the movie, there was an archaeology team out digging and they come across a statue of a demonic entity. The name of that demonic entity was Pazuzu. So, is that how they come up with the word Zozo? Or is Zozo, in fact, a separate entity altogether? So before doing this podcast, I decided to look at some of these forms for myself, and I ran across this. Uh, one of the uh, young ladies on this forum said, Am I talking to Zozo? How do I know if I'm talking to Zozo, the Ouija board demon? Most people do not know they're talking to Zozo until it is too late. Zozo can lie and mimic other spirits. He can pretend to be whomever the person using the Ouija board wants them to be. He can pretend to be the spirit of a scared little girl or a beloved relative who has passed away. Even if you ask directly for the name, Zozo is not allegedly going to reveal himself. Many people believe that the Ouija board should not be regarded as a toy or a game. They believe that this is the door to the spirit world and it doesn't matter whether you believe in it or not. Once the door is open, any spirit, good or evil, can walk through and contact you. All right, so let's talk about this for a second. There are some aspects of this story that make sense, but then there are some that's kind of really far-fetched, and we're going to get into those right after these messages. We will be right back with number six right after these messages. All right, before I get into my point of view on the whole Zozo situation, I want to go over this too that I um, also read this on a forum earlier. Um, it was signs you were talking to Zozo. So here are four different signs to tell you whether you're talking to the Zozo demon or not. The mood or temperature in the room may shift suddenly. Number two, even if Zozo doesn't directly reveal himself, he may continue to point to the letter Z or even call himself Zaza. Number three, once Zozo revealed himself, he will often spell his name over and over up to a hundred times in a row. The Z and the O is located on the opposite end of the Ouija board. Um, lower lines, in order to spell its name, Zozo will often move the dial in the shape of infinity signal between the Z and the O. All right, number five, glass, especially mirrors, may break when you make contact with Zozo. Scratches may appear on the body of anyone in the residence, even if they are not participating in playing with the Ouija board. All right, so... All right, let's just kind of go over these real quick. Um, number one, the mood or temperature in the room may sh suddenly shift. Will this really happen when you come in contact with a demonic entity? The answer is yes. You will have the atmosphere in a room shift. Usually it will become um, real thick. Um, the best way to describe it is like uh, humidity, really basically like being in a sauna. 
Um, so, all right, so number two was even if Zozo doesn't directly reveal himself, he may continue to point to the letter Z or even call himself Zaza. Well, that I don't really know because I do not play with Ouija boards. All right, so number three was once Zozo revealed himself, he will often spell the name over and over up to a hundred times in a row. All right, so this is where I find fault with this. If you're using a Ouija board, which means that your hands has to be on the dial. Most of the time, it's two people that's using the board. Let's just say maybe one. So you mean to tell me if it starts going to Z and O a hundred times, you're going to keep your hand on the dial and go through this a hundred times? Or are you going to release your hands from the board, which in fact would break the energy contact that you may have with whatever's trying to communicate with you on the other side. I don't buy into you just keeping your hands there as it spells out Z-O over a hundred times. I don't really buy into that. Um, glass, especially mirrors, will break. No, I, I really find that fictional. That's, that's not going to happen. Even if you do come in contact with a demonic entity. Look, the truth is here that demons have a certain way that they operate. They have certain rules that they must abide by, okay? We call this the heavenly law. Believe it or not, demons cannot just do anything that they want to do. They are bound by certain laws that they must follow. All right, so... Uh, number six was scratches may appear on the body of anyone in the residence, even if they are not participating in playing with the Ouija board. That is false. Okay, now, if the, peop the person or the persons that's using the Ouija board, can they be prone to having scratches on them? Yes, okay. Now, someone that's in the house while they're doing that, being scratched, no. And I'm going to tell you why. As I just stated before, demons have certain rules that they have to abide by, okay? So what I'm telling you is a demon cannot just see someone walking down the street and say, ooh, this person looks tasty. I want to try to possess them. It does not work that way at all. It does not work that way. Whenever I talk about demons have rules that they must abide by, one of them is that a demon cannot intrude in someone's life against their free will, okay? Look, if we go back to different myths and legends and theologies and folklores throughout history, all of them tell the same story. Now, we'll use vampires for an example, and if you listened to this podcast before, you have heard me talk about this numerous times. So, in folklore, a vampire cannot just enter into someone's home, right? They have to be invited in. Well, where do you think that the origin of the vampire story stems from? Demonic entities. They have to be invited into your life. They do not just show up. Now, let's, let's relate this to using a Ouija board. So, when you're using a Ouija board... All right, Zozo will sometimes pretend to be someone else, such as a family member. And Zozo will also know things about the family member that had just passed away to make you believe that, in fact, you are talking to your past relatives. Is this true? This is absolutely 100% true. All right, because 
I'm going to tell you why they do this. See, most people always think whenever they think of demons, they always think of this big nasty creature, you know, trying to possess people because that's what they see on television, okay? Look, not everything you see on television is, is fact, okay? Demons often disguise themselves as something lovable and likable to someone. They are not going to reveal their true identity. And this is very important when we are talking about the Zozo story. Demons are never going to reveal their true identity unless they feel threatened. Okay, so let's take this back a little bit further. Let's go from the uh, Roman Catholic point of view. They have exorcists, right? So they perform the rite of exorcism, okay? So let's think about that, the rite of exorcism. What does that mean? Why is it called the rite of exorcism? Because a demon has to have a right to someone. The exorcist breaks that right that it has with someone. Now, again, demons have to be invited in by what? A person's free will. Now, how does this happen? Well, when you think you're talking to Uncle Bob on the Ouija board, okay, and Uncle Bob's answering all your questions to make you believe that it is Uncle Bob. Well, then guess what? You're going to start asking personal questions to what you perceive to be Uncle Bob. When you do that, you are opening your space up. You are opening yourself up and you are allowing this energy that you perceive to be Uncle Bob into your life. That is how a demon has a right to someone. Now, the exorcist goes behind and he breaks that right. From the exorcist point of view, learning the origin of the right, all right, what legal right does the entity have with a person is very, very important on breaking the right. Because once you break the right, that an entity has to someone, then you can cast it out. But as long as that entity has that legal right, guess what? He's going to stay there. That is why the exorcist must do his homework and know exactly where the right come from. All right, so now, also, we talk about some of these people say that, you know, they'll have an attachment afterwards after communicating with Zozo. All right, so... That does not really happen that way. So you have to understand there is a process, right? So when we allow a demon into our lives, then there is a process. There is a process when it comes to a demonic haunting. There are three stages to a demonic haunting. An infestation means that we have invited an entity into our life by playing with a Ouija board, getting personal with something, opening ourselves up. So at that point, it's going to be called an infestation. So when an infestation happens, and you can have all the signs of a regular haunting, however, a demonic haunting is a little bit more destructive. You will eventually have scratches, violent nightmares, religious artifacts will disappear, there will be negative energy throughout the entire house. It is not going to be a pleasant environment that you want to be in, okay? Now, the second stage is called oppression. Now that the entity is in the house, he's going to seek out who he wishes to eventually gain possession of. Usually it's the person that invited it in in the first place, not a bystander, okay? 
Then the oppression happens. At that point, the entity has now merged itself with this person. Now all the paranormal activity revolves around this one particular person. All right. So with that being said, when that person leaves the house, the house is quiet. When that person comes back into the house, the house is active again. Now, what it's trying to do at this point is it's wanting to break that person down mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally isolate that person and break their will so that they will allow that possession to eventually happen. Now, with that being said, let's get to the next part. So now that we understand how the story of Zozo could be somewhat true, let's get into what it is. Is Zozo a demonic entity? No, he's not. And I'm going to tell you why. Because according to the story of Zozo, he is all too eager to reveal himself as a demonic entity. That is not how demonic entities operate at all. So that right there to the trained eye tells you that this story is fabricated. Okay, now... Does that mean that the energy of Zozo doesn't exist? No, it doesn't. So this is what I mean by this. So if you've dealt with the occult before or you know anybody that is in the occult, when the occult does rituals, there are usually numerous people there and they all focus their mind on one particular thing. All right. Whatever the ritual consists of. All right, so have you ever heard of the old saying, the power of many is more powerful than one? Okay, now let's take this from a Christian point of view. If someone in your family is sick and you put out a prayer request, all right, so 20 people praying for this particular person is going to be way more powerful than just this one person. Okay, so... This is how the legend of Zozo or the energy of Zozo come about. Zozo is what we call a self-manifestation, okay? So what happens is this story gets on the internet. More and more people read it. They buy into it. So then they want to jump on a Ouija board and think they are contacting Zozo. Look. I'm tell you this, if you want to find something, especially when it comes to paranormal, you're going to find it, right? Because you already have your mind set a certain way, all right? Now, with that being said, this is not a demonic entity. It's not a spiritual being, which is what demons are. This is a self-manifestation from people's subconscious mind is what this is. Nothing more. So is it a demon? No. But could this energy exist? Yes. So here's the thing. You have to understand the spirit world and how it works. The spirit world is energy. All right. So if you know anything about the paranormal, you know that ghost, which earthbound spirits, in order to communicate with us through paranormal devices or whatnot, they have to draw energy from something. Okay. They have to have an energy source. Now, with that being said, we have to look at it this way. 
Energy never dies. It just transfer, It just transfers itself from one state to another. Now, what types of energy is there? There's only two types of energy that exist. There's positive energy, and then there's negative energy. Negative energy is going to draw in or feed off of negative energy. Positive energy is going to draw in or feed off of positive energy. Or negative energy. I don't forgot what I done said here. So, look, negative energy feeds off of negative energy. Positive energy feeds off of positive energy. All right? So, if you are portraying Zozo, or you believe that Zozo is an evil spirit, okay, you are giving out a negative thought, right? So then anything negative is going to feed off of that, all right? My opinion, Zozo, if there is any validity to this, is nothing more than a grumpy, negative spirit evil spirit look there there's there's a difference here between evil spirits and demonic entities okay evil spirits is a spirit that is almost like a parasite all right it is a dark energy that is going to feed or exist where dark energy is that way he can eat all night at the negative energy buffet all right that's the best way to describe it positive energy is going to be where positive energy is all right it's called the law of attraction all right. So let's think about this. Our thoughts. When we think our thoughts, that is what you call pure spiritual state. All right. That is our spirit. When we think that's what makes me different than you, you different than me and so on. It's the way we think. Right. So through our thoughts is the way that we perceive the world. So if we're a negative person by nature, we're going to perceive the world as negative. If we're a positive person by nature, we're going to perceive the world as positive. All right. So whatever we perceive the world to be or whatever we focus our energy on, whether it's positive or negative, that is going to be drawn back to us throughout our lives. All right. So I hope that you understand where I'm trying to get with this is, you know, Zozo is what you would call a community. I would actually call it a community self-manifestation. Some people look, they get their rocks off by this. Right. So they read something about Zozo the demon. So they want to see if it's real. So then they decide to get on a Ouija board, which is acidine to start with and they try to communicate with zozo again so again they already had their mindset they want to communicate with zozo they want to make contact with zozo so guess what they're going to make contact with zozo because that's what they want okay because it's negative right it's evil they got that intention in their mind so the energy is going to be drawn to them and it's going to be whatever they want it to be so the fact is is zozo a true demon no but can the energy of zozo exist yes it can until next time thank you for listening to the cajun demonologist podcast <laughs>